in these unique times, Augusta Ollie can make a difference. Please buy our custom merch today at Augusta Ollie's store on botfire.com. You could you could buy our merch with a with with a 20% off with the code Augusta Big Sale. So come all to Augusta Ollie store at Botfire to get our merch. And it's 20% off. So hurry up and go get it down. Hello, welcome to Augusta Holy Podcast. On this Saturday, we got a lot of things to do. We're here to cover we're here to cover elevation, dark, dynamite, rampage. We got some big topics, including including the, the elite versus CM Punk incident during the media scrum. We are gonna talk about that. Plus, other topics that are going to be equally as good as well. So, stay tuned for it. Alright, here's some shout-outs. Shout-out to Britt Baker. Happy birthday, Britt Baker. It's a bit late, Britt. It's a late birthday, bit Britt, Britt Baker. Her birthday is on a Thursday. And I want to say happy birthday, late birthday, Britt Baker. If you ever listen to this podcast. And... Anyway, let's go to let's start with elevation. Julia Hart re- defeated, I mean, versus Alice Crowley. We got Crowley from the Midwest, US. Is anyone from the Midwest? Anyway, she was the poor victim of the heart of Julia tonight. Crowley tr- started heavy hands corner, but Hart quickly threw her to the ground. Hit a moonsault, hit had a near fall. Potentially ended in 10 early and hit a super kick. Rafinha got a little scared of Hart in one. As a nerve super kick, the Heartless Glock gave Hart her 13 straight wit and 16 in her last 18 wins. So, Julia Hart wins. My thoughts that how they're going to use her going forward after Malachi Black is taking a break. It's taking a, a mental break. Mental break. I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's pretty much a Tony Khan issue. Anyway, we have Joshua, Nice, Smart, Smart Mark Sterling defeated Jordan Cross and Rennie D. Sterling wasn't wearing a net brace for the first time in a long time. Nick Ness and Woods connected an assistant net breaker for the win. We have Saria Deeb versus Nikki Cross. I mean, Nikki Victory. D locked in the nurse nasty submission. Shout out Victory's head. Stretch out shoulders from the back for the win. Her fourth, fourth straight singles win since her loss at RH Death for Dishonor. Private Party defeated Brandon Gordon and JDX. Mallory came out to the entrance matches like Private Party gave for a couple of weeks ago. Meanwhile, on the ring, Gore hit with a gin and juice to give Private Party the win. So, Private Party wins. And this Matt Hardy private party storyline is going to continue. Sky Blue defeated Diamond. Diamond had her own counter with Brock Lesnar's suplexes. She went for the Casadora, but Blue caught her into a flat iron for the win. This is most both competitive and best match on the show. And honestly, I need one question. Are they using Diamond in, in on Dynamite? And do something big with her. This would better fit her quite well. Alright. We got Maria Sheffer and Nia Rose. With Guerrero versus Madison Rain Queen Anita. 
New AEW signing when Coach Rain started MFA. Shefford Rain started on the offense, distracted by Guerrero, which gave Shefford the upper hand. Rubens and Shefford started double teaming Rain, but Amita came in quickly, just to be another victim of their own opponents. Rose and Shefford dominated Mita with quick tags. Both Ray and Rose got their own hot tags. Rose showed up more dominance to quickly dispose of Ray when assisted double team DDT for the win. Also stopped Mina from breaking up an end. Rose went barely towards her in the corner. They kind of switched places on the apron. That was cool. My thoughts I still think Shefford is green. <laughs> and now Rose has not been used that much. Get her on Rose on Dynamite more. It's time for now Rose singles career agenda to be started. And honestly, on this, my opinion, elevation. It was a good elevation, but I still think think that Shafir is green. And I don't know what's going on with Woods and Nice, so something. So anyway. That was elevation. Ooh. Okay. Okay, Doc. Let's start with surprisingly not surprisingly, Nice and Josh Woods with Sterling defeating Sterling Grace and Brandon Gore. Basically Grace strikes a few elbow strikes to Woods. Basically start things off. Woods responded with East right. That was basically that. Moments later, Nice helped Woods hit assisted fallway side pick up another victory. This was another victory for Tony Nese and Josh Woods. My thoughts for the future. Like, they should be having a storyline by now. But Tony Khan, he got it. Okay, we got Murray Schiffer and Nair Rose defeating Laney Luck. Luck tried to outsmart mover Schiffer early on. But Schiffer was having none of it and delivered a few judo throws to... Take advantage when Luck tried to roll over ring of color. Rose threw her ring, ring right back in. Shafir eventually wanted to submit Luck with an arm bar. Shafir wins. Honestly, she's still green. But she's getting better. So, Nyla Rose should be back on Dynamite wrestling matches. Because keep her on elevation doesn't make sense. Alright. We got Zach Clayton. Versus the Pentacle, the past FTW title challenger tries to catch in the corner and nail him with a nail him with a few elbow shots. So Pentacle eventually hit escape and hit a few takedowns, which are gonna ratchet up in the crowd. Clayton will regain control to Pentacle, missed the top rope move. Second later, Clayton hits Pentacle with a lariat for the victory. Yeah, Clayton in AEW is perfect. Mastery attention, other things. Yeah. Okay, it's real hard to feed Misa Kate. Heart battered Kate early on for locking her signature. Heartless submission for another win. My thoughts were it. Well, they better make Julia Hart the leader of the House of Black. So, that's my thoughts. Serena Deeb defeated Serena. Deeb tried Serena in a matter of seconds. Applying multiple versions of submissions. Serena got a free moment. She keep skated out of a hole and stepped on Serena D's back with Professor took a disrespect. Serena was also able to get a super kick with Deeb chopped blocker knee, eventually locked in a serene lock for a submission win. Deeb won, and I think she's perfect for a combat club. Let's see what she could do. We got Private Party 
versus Robert Anthony and GBA. GBA took Mark Quinn to school. The bell rang, ran down a few strikes. The advantage would last long as Quinn took back control of a few double team movers with Isaac Cassidy. So let the entity come in about for the fate we were so we see the end of the gin and juice and giving a private party another victory as a late. My thoughts, the private party my high story is advancing well elevation is pretty good. That's important. Alright, we go to the main event of elevation. The main event I mean elevate the main event of dark. RH World Champion Claudio Casanoli versus Ari Divider to re- I mean defeated Ari Divider to retain the title. Let's talk about the match. Casanoli took Divari to the mat. Bell ran the bout quickly spilled to the outside of Casanoli getting one runner on uppercut for Divari ducked the second one beginning to work down the right knee in the black pole common plus clubs resident Swiss superstar. Castanelli's knee continued to hinder him due to the bout, letting Devar perform moves just as press, body press and held the near fall. That didn't matter. A long rest, Castanelli would go on the nail. Devar would recall a bomb for the win to retain the title. My thoughts as RH World Title main event is that, yeah, Kyle Castanelli has the title defense at Dax Hard Run on Friday. Can't wait for that. Also, like, is that they gonna do with Ring of Honor? Well, title Ring of Honor, basically. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Ring of Honor. So anyway, here's my thoughts about Dark. It was a pretty short Dark. It was not perfect. The main event was okay. It was good. The main event was good. The match was okay, but for them, not my cup of tea. Some of them are skippable. That's my thoughts on Dark. Yeah, that was pretty much... Alright, let's get to Dynamite. We're getting there. Alright, we're gonna get there. Awesome. Alright, let's go to the recap. Telecom trying backstage. Of course, a booze. Yeah, we all know. This is important. Now, all because... That will be the topic after, after Rampage review. That would be the top explanation. Alright. Tony Khan showing backstage. Of course the boost. The EW World Championship. Trio Champions have been vacated. The, the Trio Champions be crowned tonight. Between best friends of Jeff Triangle. When it comes to the World Championship. That's going to be crowned at AEW Grand Slam by tournament. So the positions will be. Dariello face Guevara. While Paige will face Dalson. Jericho Moss will beat the winners at semifinals. And yeah. That's. That's what Tony Khan's announcing. And you know the situation, yeah, with Punk and the and the Young Bucks and Omega was pretty bad. Puck was injured, but he will face disciplinary actions. No worry. CM Punk will face disciplinary actions. He has disappointed us. CM Punk is a fraud. That's what I gotta say about CM Punk, my thoughts. Now let's go to NJF coming on Josh Allen. Jersey to, to huge ovation. Buffalo the Devil's back. He runs up against has a hug. A crowd is screaming NJF. His last time we saw him, he might have been offensive, but say all agree he didn't mean any of it. He was just kidding. He claims he loves AEW. He will never leave as he leaves an AEW chant. He claims he didn't mean when he called him man stupid marks. Yeah, he cl- he is all about working smart, not hard. So he's not working that tournament. He has a chip that guarantees him a tell show where he wants. Khan is paying a boatload of money. 
MJF said he will win the world title because he's MJF. He's better than all of you, and you know it. So yet, what MJF is saying that he's working every he worked everybody into a to work to get everybody to believe he's gonna leave AEW, but he did it. So he's he's here to stay. All right, we go to Moxley again, make his way to the ring. Say MJF full of crap. MJF then turn on the crowd, said trash their football team. Well, he wipes his ass to Josh Allen jersey, throws it in the crowd. MJF says he doesn't care about people, where he never sees the belt as a chip in the bending war of 224. He said he will take it to a real company, real fans, real wrestlers like American Roller Coder Stir Cody Rhodes. And then he talks about he wants to work for Jolly Old State Nick. The only comment that matters because that's what's best for business. And he quotes his favorite wrestler of the game, says that would be best for business. Then Lisa Moxley in no mood, tells MJF to leave now, he'll make him. MJF takes off his shirt, but then leaves. Moxley and MJF's Dane sucks. Moxley is pissed off for right reasons, but mainly because he has that belt, only the worldly possessions that matters. He says fact remains on Sunday he lost, that's on him. He's supposed to be on vacation about two days ago. That's is it just waiting time for Moxley? Just trying to be a legend. Moxley walks out to the ramp and motions three as he stands back in the crowd. This was a great Moxley promo. He tells about that he failed to win the lost the title to Punk, which we'll talk about the topics at the rampage. This is a big one. I promise you it's gonna be that big. Like, like Moxley says he's trying to be a legend's time. He may he will become a three time world champion. So let's go to Death Triangle. Defeated best friends. And Kansas City to become a new trios champion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Death Triangle and Best Friends had a huge, amazing matchup. And it, now Death Triangle now the trios champion. Yeah, unfortunately, the Elite was stripped because of their, their antics with CM Punk. Which was was uncalled for. It was stupid. But anyway. Let, let's get to the part. Let's... Basically, let's go to backstage. Shivani is with Dark Order. Jose interrupts. Jose again trying to buy Preston Vance 10. Silver pushes away. Adrian Rush walks up. Sean Silver Rush agree and we the fight. Adare tosses a crunch of 10 and Dark Order wonder what this is about. So the backstage segment is Reppers telling us that Preston Vance 10 is leaving Dark Order to join Andrade's group. Which it makes sense. Ain't he a big muscle? So, yeah, that's pretty much so that's pretty much the plan. We're going to have Los Signanobles versus Dark Order with with Preston Vance 10 turning on Dark Order. All right. Here we got the AEW Women's World Eliminated Tournament. Tony Stark defeated Penelope before. This was a good women's match. This was a second match. And it was impressive. Tony Stark did a great job wrestling. She is a great champion. She beat Penny Ford. Penny Ford did the best she could. But that was what it is. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, that's my thoughts. She was a great champ. Storm is a good champion, and Ford did the best she could. That's my thoughts. Okay, Asher Bronson said not to go after his boy Hook. You think Hook's crazy? Think of him. So basically, actually, Bronson talks about last night, last Sunday, where he saved Hook from 
for the two Canadian boys, like Daddy Magic and <sighs> Cool Hand Angelo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. The acclaimed music hits, A Swear of Our Glory, Interrupt the Master Booze. Strickland says, sorry, but do people write these horrid, corny jokes? People chant, yes, an asshole. Then Bill Gunn says, swear boys in your house no more. This is Daddy's house house. Then Bowen said, two weeks, they are a chance of taking the belts now. Scissor me, daddy ass. That was basically the segment. Swear Strickland was being the heel. She, he played a great job as a heel. Then Bill Gunn said about swear boys saying, daddy ass. So basically, Billy Gunn's new nickname is Daddy Ass. So that's apparently. Then we got the Scissor Me. The Acclaimed. And that's great. I want to see more of that. Like next week. So yeah, let's hope for more of that. Like, yeah. Backstage, Tosha bonds with Jericho. Appreciate society. Jericho says he better than ever. He... He, better, he said, 400 years ago, Ponce de Leon, Leon couldn't find a founder youth, but Corriza de Leon did. He's the best wrestler, best sports entertainer. He's going to be an eight-time world champion in the locker room. Nobody could take it from him. War. So basically backstage, Jericho was talking about he was better than everyone else. He talks about, about Ponce de Leon, said he couldn't find a founder youth. But he talks about Coraza de Leon did. He talks about Founder Leuf. He talks about he's the best wrestler in our sports entertainer. He talks about being an eight-time world champion in his locker room. And no one says no one's going to take it from him. That's what it's about. That's my that's my thoughts. Now we got Warlord defeated Tony Nese to retain the TNT champion. We got post-match where Warlord drags Merck Stern in the ring. Woods came out to save it, pulled Sterling out of the ring. Warlock grabs a mic, saying he heard a lot on the internet, lost momentum. It says, time to remind everyone in the record where his fans, this is Warlock's world. What I get for the post-match is next ramp, next week's rampage, we're going to have Warlock versus Josh Woods. And also, we got a Warlock promo that he's trying to remind everyone that, that this is Warlock's world. And he's pissed off that here's our internet talks about his lost momentum. And now we got a hype video for Guevara DeBuck. Darry Allen Guevara. What is talking about hype video says that Allen said he doesn't respect Sammy more anymore. Even leave, gonna leave Sing behind the back. Ask Sammy to do the same. It's basically Sammy and Guevara. Sammy and Darry Allen. And it's basically about Allen not respecting Sammy no more. And Sam might cheat to win. It's not like that. That's my thoughts on this hype video for Guevara and Darby Allen. Then we got the AEW World Championship Tournament match. Danson defeated Hangman Page. The end of the match, like, Hangman went try to go for the Buckshot Lariat. Danson reverses the roll-ups and he bridges to stop Page from kicking out to get the win. So basically, at least Jericho face Danson next week. What I get for this match is that Danson will most likely face Jericho next week and beat him, beat him, and then will lead to Bryanson versus Moxley at the finals. That's what I see out of this. That's what I see out of this. Okay. Then we go to the hype video for Jungle Boy. It's revealed that Christian some, has some surgery. Jungle Boy says Christian is prolonging the ever, venerable. So, 
And then he turns his attention to Luchasaurus and says, I care of you for three years. People say you were a joke and maybe you're right. You can move on from your past. Sometimes you have to destroy it. So Jungle Boy is pissed that Luchasaurus turned on him and attacked him. And, and told Jungle Boy told Christian he's a coward and a bastard. Mostly like that. So the, the feud is going to continue with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. That's most likely what's going to happen. Then we, that's my thoughts on this whole the hype video for Jungle Boy. That's my thoughts. Then we go to Stuck. We're halfway out with his group. Gun Club, Ethan Page, Lee Marad, and W. Morrison. Stat member tells him the time is up. Halfway drops on the mic. The group then beats the stat member down. Pretty much the segment is about them being a group, being tired, being called, a, being tired, denied time, treated with disrespect. And they're pissed off. Most is about this. And we get to see the more big man. W. Morrison. So that's good. And honestly. Halfway being a manager is perfect. So that's my thoughts on this. But what's what happened with Jay Cargill. Going forward. That's going to be a difficult time. But you know. It's Jay Cargill. We don't know. Anyway. Then. Now we go to Rampage Preview. Talk about the previews. They got Gavar Allen, Kalia Dax with Raj title, Breaker, Breaker, Mass and Rain. And we also hear from Samoa Joe. The Rampage Review book come after the Dynamite Review. So, it's it's a, th- it's a thought given. Then we got Garcia come out to use ovation from the crowd. So now it's the main event. Garcia... Versus Will Utah for the RH Pure Championship. Garcia defeated Will Utah to win the title. Apparently, Garcia applies the Dragon Tamer. Utah taps out after some hesitation. Then there's a post match. Utah Garcia shake hands. Bryson came out and put the title on Garcia's waist. Jericho comes out, pissed, and Garcia dances and shakes hands. So, what I get from the ending that matched that. Garcia was most likely going to win. Is his hometown. That makes sense. And what I get from the post-match. That Jericho's pissed. Garcia's turning babyface. Joining Brian Danson. Jericho is pissed off. It's, it's going to lead. I see Jericho versus Daniel Garcia in the future. And I think what's going to happen. Is that something will happen. Brian, with Garcia that will accidentally cost Jericho the victory. Like Garcia will start Jericho for cheating, and, and that's why Daniel Gar- Brian Danielson will win that match next week's match. Most likely, that will happen. I see that's most likely happening. So, what are my thoughts on Dynamite? Even though it started badly with the situation with Tony Khan and the Trio Champion World Championship situation with the Bucks and Omega and Punk, which that we talked about on topics. But anyway, basically, Dynamite was still a banging Dynamite. We got an amazing main event. We're a ring of our tele- ring of our pure championship, and we got some progress with Jungle Boy. That's good. There's some positives. Let's see more positives. Like, you know, honestly, we like honestly is that good? We got we had the the return to NJF. We got Moxley had a big promo, cutting a promo that was legendary. He will win the AEW World Champion, become a three-time World Champion. And I see NJF Moxley main eventing full gear 
I hope that to happen. Yes, they did a main event previously before, but there was no crowd. I think it's a time to do it, pull the trigger on that main event. Full Gear will have a big crowd, and that's probably will be it. Alright, before we get into Rampage, let's talk about the, the CM Punk media scrum. This is more important to understand. Like, see, CM Punk, like, he talked about, like, he talked about something about Cabana and shit. Like, he talked about shit about Cabana. They refused to pay for him. And CM Punk also, like, he talked about that Cabana and his mother has a joint bank account. It was a fallout. The friendship ended in 2014. More like that. It was... Quite aggressive. But there's more to it. He talks about... He talks shit about the EVPs. Like, Siapal talks shit about the EVPs on the media scrum. He said they can't manage a target. They spread bullshit lies about Punk on... Rumors and other shit. And stuff. Like, the, the old EV, Mega and the Bucks are bad EVPs. This shows that the Mega and the Bucks are horrible EVPs. No, Omega, he did great. He he could bring women, but no. He's a shit-ass EVP associated with the Bucks. You know? And you see Tony Khan, like, nodding and agreeing. So there's more to that with Tony Khan. So basically, what I see with Tony Khan is... He's pretty tired of the Bucks and Omega fucking things up in AEW. Droving Cody away and everything out. So I see more of, I see more of, like Tony Khan being pissed at the Bucks and Omega. Something needs to be done, and that's my opinion on the whole sh- media scrum CM Punk. I mean CM Punk's media scrum. That's my opinion. Like, we need new VPs. That's what I'm gonna say. All right, as here's Rampage review or recap, as they call it. Hello everyone, let me introduce myself. I am Richie Augusto, and welcome to Augusta Ali Podcast, where we talk about pro wrestling in various companies. We talk about AEW, GCW, ROH, New Japan, somewhat NXT or WWE. But anyway, come to Augusta Ali Podcast, where we'll have re- conversations about wrestling and other stuff related to wrestling. So, come to Augusta Ollie Podcast for some wrestling content. Alright, let's get to Rampage. Let's start with... Let's start with... Guevara versus Darby Allen. Alright. It... Darby Allen versus Guevara for the AW World Title Grand Slam Tournament Match Qualifier. Anna J. Slut Distract the Referee. Allowed Guevara the chance to hit a low blow on Allen. Tay Mello slid... Allen skateboard in the ring. Guevara powerbound Allen onto it. Sammy got the pin with his finisher. Rolled Allen skateboard down the ramp after the match taunted him. Sting was not present. Guevara would now face Moxley in the semifinals. My thoughts on this is that maybe yes, Guevara's gonna face Moxley. But I see Guevara feuding with, with Darby Allen sooner than we thought. So yeah. I see something out of this is like like Darby Allen single interfere and Guevara, and Masa will beat Guevara. That's what I see out of this. Mostly out of this. Yeah. Alright, the Orange Witch television champion came out to the ring. He introduced himself. He says he's a good bat to be in AEW. Joe says he Joe says he owns the fans a lot of violence, but he's here and open for business. Then we get Mark Sternley, Woods and Nice interrupted him. Woods say he deserves 
or RH World TV shot title shot. The saving Stern life on dynamite. Joe agrees and wants to fight him right now. Sterling interrupts and he will do the match next week in Albany on Rampage, not tonight in Buffalo. So mm-hmm. Mostly we're gonna get out of this at next next rampage we're gonna have an Albany. We're gonna have Samoa Joe versus Josh Woods for the ROH World TV title. That's what I see. Um, I see uh, Samoa beating Woods. That's what I see coming out of this. Or I see the feud continuing with Woods and Nice. Like Samoa continue the feud with Sterling, Woods, and Nice. And so I, I will see more out of this feud. Like after the match next week. Yeah, most likely. Alright, we got Miro appearing on screen in promo. He talks about God as a fraud. He talks about the gold hands around the waist of other men. Like Miro says, he should be in the AEW World Title Tournament. Yes, he is a. He did won the TV the TNT Championship. I think, yeah, he won the TV the TV the TNT Championship. Should Miro have been in the tournament? Yes, he should have been in the tournament. It was a the tournament of champions. But, but anyway, yeah, Miro's having a feud with somebody. So I don't know what they're building towards. So anyway, let's go on. All right, we got Saria D versus Madison Rain, and the match was pretty good. It was, it was a women's match usual. Saria D defeated Madison Rain by submission. It led to D getting the victory. I see D like, like going to Combat Club someday in the future, but right now D is, is dominating for the victories. Right. Maybe he should win the 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 AEW the Ring of Honor Women's World Title or the AEW Women's World Title. That's a possibility. Oh, we got the AEW TV's champion Trey Gargell cut a promo on her on her win over Athena at All Out. She wondered if anyone could stop her after the seven straight wins. She said she wouldn't be slowing down anytime soon. Well, this is a Jay Cargill promo. So she's gonna continue dominating victories after victory. She's gonna be here anytime soon. Not, not like Jay Cargill will defend the title at, at Arthur Ashe Stadium against an opponent. I don't know who, but it could be any any woman. Let's see. Maybe they could like add the stakes with massive rain something. Do something with that. Yeah. Mhm. Most likely. Then we go to a powerhouse Hobbs promo on how the factory failed to get the job done against Ricky Starks. So he pull, put Starks deep, six feet deep and it all out. Then Hobbs declared himself to be the monster as he would not show everyone how he could be a beast in the ring. This shows this promo like shows like out showcase Hobbs as a future main event star. That he's gonna be big. Yeah. This shows Power Hobbs. He's going to be there for a long time in AEW. I don't know what's going to be with Starks. Like, Starks. Like, Ricky Starks. Not, he's getting a push as well. So, see to it. Anyway, yeah, Starks is going to feud with Jericho. And Hobbs will, will feud with the Bayface. Like, I'm thinking Moxley. So, let's go to the. To Mark Henry interviewing people from the main event. William Regal said he hired Dax Hardwood. So you know how good Dax is. But he's not a good Claudio Casanoli. 
Dak said he knows what he's up against, but this is how he's feeds his fan. Tonight he will win the ROH World Championship. This promo interview, people for the main event, it's like Regal talks about Dak's hard work as a good wrestler. And Dax knows he's not good as Claudio Casanoli. But he also tells Dax knows Dax knows what he's up against and he wants to feed his family and he wants to win the ROH women's I mean the ROH world title. Like, I don't think he's gonna win, but like Dax was was still much so much put a big effort, like a slobber knocker or something. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, let's go to the Raw Ridge World Championship matchup. Casanelli retained already IWGP Triple Eight ROH World Tag Team Champion Dex Harwood. Honestly, this was a slobber knocker. Honestly, it was. They actually beat the hell out of each other. Yes, it was a great match, but it was kind of long. And honestly, the yeah, it was kind of long. It was like it was not too long, but kind of long. You know. The crowd seemed extremely f- was flat and sh- and um, and pretty much dead. Honestly, yeah, they were dead. The fans were dead. Like the crowd did not cheer loudly. They were dead. We didn't hear sounds, but but they were probably tired at the end of the night. You know, honestly, yeah, then a lot of people left before Rampage taping even started. That's that's another reason. Faithfully, Rampage will be live, so that's a good thing. And my opinion on Rampage for this week, it's it's pretty it's a pretty good Rampage episode, you know, like you could watch it. It's like a one hour Rampage. It's not that bad. The main event's a bit long, and a little stale and flat, but it's a main event. It's always gonna be a main event. Like, on well, we got the ROH Women World Television Champions Mojo Cut promos, but still, it was a good Rampage regardless. I can't wait for next week's Dynamite with Guevara versus Moxley and Brian Danielson versus Jericho. I cannot wait for those things, those matches. So that's my opinion on Rampage. It is a great Rampage. Okay, let's go to the the topic situation with CM Punk. Let's talk about CM Punk EVP situation. Okay, the altercation where like the like let's see the the CM Punk and and oh yeah, the elite altercation went about six minutes. It had Brian Cutler, Pat Buck, and Christopher Daniels. They were trying to defuse the situation. It's understanding why, because it would have been a like a violent brawl. But that's understanding, you know. That's okay, but you know, honestly, it's what it is. What it is. Regard Punk Steel side of the story, like the Bucks approached. Like, here's the story what it's about, for now, we heard. We heard that the Bucks, we thought the Bucks ticked the door, but actually, the Bucks approached Punk's locker room, and Punk wasn't answering the door after working a long blade match. He was finished with a Russia scrum. The Bucks, yeah, the Bucks poorly bounded on the door. There was some claim to kick the door, but didn't. They just want to talk to him, and Punk punched him, so that uh, that's the way it escalated. So apparently Steele's wife was in Punk's locker room and she was watching Larry the dog. Steele told people that his wife being in the vicinity of the incident with me and go ballistic. Now Mega Pearly did not seem nearly as I said initially but things got out of hand and he ended up getting bit by Steele. 
Yeah, Ace Steel did something unprofessional. He should not bite Kenny Omega. That uh, was not cool. Don't bite, don't bite a worker. That's not cool. That's one thing we could do. Don't bite a worker. And then we got some back and forth talk that did not stop after the brawl. Like, mm, not. So many people are not in favor of a way Punk handled things. That's a no-brainer. Like, Punk is, like, controversial in a in a bad way. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. So, yeah, even times where usually back Punk eaters said that's not what they had done or had come in on the record. Yeah, that was, that's a big question. So, like, several long-time AEW wrestlers are saying they don't understand Punk and how Punk cannot be let go after this. And that's more understanding. Punk should have been, like, suspended or... Like, he should have been fired for causing this, but we don't know with Tony Khan, so... So, that's, so next week, we'll get an answer. There's a certain um, uh, uncertainty over Wednesday Dynamite. Like, last Wednesday... This one seeks Wednesday Dynamite with several wrestlers unsure of their creativity for the show. So the worth of AEW, there was no sign of heat between NJF and Punk before Punk took a shot at him during Scrum. There were also rapid rumors of Steel and Punk both being done with AEW, but people close to say they haven't been formed any departures yet. Mm, that's weird, but anyway, let's continue on. Mostly, yeah, it's like... You know, departure is a departure. If Steel Punk want to leave, that's their choice. But here's the thing. Many on AEW roster believe that Punk is still not let go. Have you made we need to be made? Yeah, it's most likely. they sh- Punk is still need to make amends. And that should be done. Because what were they thinking? Think hard. Meltzer reported that the current belief that nobody involved in the fight will be a dynamite this week. We got other stories where Ridley Book, Jericho Moxley among the show out to replace them. Also, Sports Illustrated reports that those at AEW receive suspensions for their involvement and merely occur at their all-out. It includes Omega, the, the Bucks, Pat Buck, Christopher Daniels, Michael Nicolazar, and Brandon Cutler. There are multiple sources that share the punk and a steel will be among these suspenders or no longer with the company at the end of the week. That's a no-brainer. They should be, like, fired or at least get a long suspension. At least. At least. Alright, here's my quick. The questions. Should AEW have new EVPs? Yeah. Like, honestly, they need new EVPs. Like, Kenny and the Mega and the Bucks are horrible EVPs, you know? They don't need to be EVPs. They're wrestlers. They don't need to be EVPs. The only people that need to be EVPs are like that don't wrestle anymore. They have experience, knowledge of pro wrestling. And the punks and mega should get suspended for like like a like a long term suspension six month suspension. They can come back and they're gonna rework their earn their trust. That's what it's gonna be. And that's my opinion on the on EVPs. Uh, another question: Will AEW bounce back from this? Mm. Yeah, it will always bounce back. AEW is a big product, it's a good alternative. It's gonna bounce back regardless of the situation. Okay, so what's the punishment should be for Punk after investigation going forward? Honestly, he should be fired in my book. Now, Punk, people say he's I think it's a suspension, but most likely he should be fucking fired. CM Punk should be fired. He's a toxic piece of shit. He always will be. He bullshits. 
He cusses people out. I do agree that the EVPs are irresponsible pricks. Omega and the Bucks. Lazy as bitches. But Sam Punk went too far. He should be fired. And you know what? Tony Khan should share the blame. I'm sorry. Tony Khan should share the fucking blame. Like, Tony Khan is a failure. Right As of right now, he's a failure. He should have fixed this shit. Remove, remove the Bucks and Omega from the EVP status. Fire CM Punk. Put your trust into Bryant Jansen, Moxley, and Jericho. That should be going forward. You know what? I think that I think it might happen, but Tony Khan don't have a spine. He's too nice. And he's a straight up pussy. Tony Khan is a spineless pussy. Anyone disagree with me can kiss my ass. Yeah. Alright, let's talk about all our estimate pay-per-view buys. Let's talk about that cockpit. Alright. Yeah. AW All Out estimated this year with one one thirty five thousand buys between between one thirty five thousand and one forty two thousand buys. Yeah, the number is down from last year's company best two hundred five buys from All Out. According to Melton Speak, Zimmer Newsletter, the total pay per view investment for last day Sunday All Out is between one thirty five thousand and one forty two thousand. Regardless of the final number resting rate, the match total drop from last year's event, which generates two hundred five buys. So the range includes both streaming and cable satellite, whatever, which is estimating our returns because of the long term period, which is liner provider taking finalizing everything. Now, most of say estimates based on less information than usual. So honestly, is my question: Did a lack of build hurt AW all out? Sadly, yes, it hurt. Because they had no build, it was it was like it was a little too fast. That the build had short builds, it didn't help anything. Like I don't know why, but the build was lacking. No lack of builds. That's what I feel. Like Tony Khan need to do better. Like get new EVPs, get new EVPs, get Malenko, get Arn Anderson, get Dustin Rhodes, make them EVPs. Do us all a fucking favor. I don't think he's going to do it. Tony Khan is, a, again, spineless wimp. Tony Khan is a spineless wimp. All right, let's go to the WWE topic. Shawn Michaels promoted to WWE's senior advisor of talent development creative. Well, he's promoted again. He's been promoted again. It was on a press release of the creation of NXT Europe, which is going to be bad. It's going to hurt the wrestling scene worse. So, what it is. So, eventually... Yes, we all know. After Vince's retirement, so honestly, following his promotion, Michaels says he'll return to Chrissy Creative and NXT while being in the charge of development talent and WWE development brand. Then Michaels Michaels will also oversee the expansion of NXT brand, including expansion of NXT UK into NXT Europe, which is planned to launch in 2023. Yeah. So I got one question out of this, like. Like, would it hurt the the wrestling UK scene? Uh, yeah, it's gonna hurt it a little more. And it is, and I'm worried about wrestling. Sh- like, I don't know about Asia, other com- other countries. Like NXT, like Triple H, you stay out of Japan, Mexico, 
and that's about it. Like, stay away from New Japan and, and Mexico. And Mexico, stay away from them. We don't want to see NXT Mexico, NXT Japan. No one wants to see that shit. Nobody wants to see that fucking shit. Seriously. Alright, fuck it. Anyway. Uh, one more thing. Um, okay. What's gonna be? Alright. Here's my opinion on the whole thing. Tony Khan. I'm gonna say this one more time with Tony Khan. Tony Khan. Gross spine. Stop your pussy. Get new EVPs. Grow balls. And I, I said there was another update this weekend. Apparently, Tony Khan was tired of the Bucks and Omega for being irresponsible EVPs, I heard. And there was another update. I just got another update from AEW. Apparently, Tony Khan is going to strip the Bucks and Omega of the EVPs. And we're getting new EVPs this week. So, so I will give you the update next week. Next Saturday. So, stay tuned for that. Anyway, I'll I'll see you next Saturday for our Gus Holly podcast. So, bye.